Hey everyone, this is Zach. This episode, we pick up right where we left off last time, as Helene and Salorxatak are just about to get into some trouble outside of this uh, abandoned warehouse in Port Zingurius. And then all of a sudden you hear, huh? What's, what's, what's that? Hey, hey, what's that? Hey, do you want to check it out? Should we check it out? Hey. You feel like you hear some, uh, hear two voices from the south. From the south. Uh, talk from the south. Is the, is you the, hear, you heard some voices around the corner from that direction, like from over here. What's is, that? Hey, let's check it out. Hey. How about do the, I think I can, one, is he able to get in? And two, do I think I can get up before they get around? Uh, you feel like you've got about five seconds before somebody comes around the corner. Uh, James Wiley, yeah, you you could. I, I'll give you like one more climb check to just try like jump up. You know, yeah. How about, minus two. How about the rope on the winch? Is it down? So so the rope the winch the winch again is like ten feet in the air above the balcony. So it's like twenty five feet off the ground. The rope that was hanging off the winch is coiled up on top of the balcony. If that makes uh, sense. Yeah. Okay. So it's like literally sitting in like a pile up on top of here. So the rope is not down, down, but it's hanging from the winch down to the balcony. Okay. And um, again, you have the balcony brackets and then the, the lap siding on the walls coming down to the stone base. So I guess I see Salorxatak hustling over to me, but I'm going to try one more time. Okay. So I'm going to give you a minus two because it's very hastily, very hastily done. Mm-hmm. So minus two on your D12 climb check. And Salorxatak, sorry, real quick, what are you, you going to be doing in a second? You have like one more round to sort of do something before... Uh, you feel like before some something's gonna come around the corner. I don't feel like I'm gonna be able to get up and in before these guys come around the corner. I'm drawing my bow and and uh, knocking an arrow and pulling, waiting for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, as, all soon right. As, as soon as as soon as as any so so anybody, you're sort of like ready to action. Is anybody comes around the corner? I'm putting shot. one in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so all right uh helene last hastily climb check to try to jump up to the balcony d12 10 <laughs> so that's an effective 12 you you literally you're like uh i can just jump you literally just like jump up you just don't even hit the stone base and you know you try you like your both hands are like up for the bracket, but it just you just like clap your hands really loudly as you miss the bracket completely and just land like right back down and sort of like jam your knee a little bit, and now you're facing towards uh, Salork to kind of blocking his view. All right, and, and just just then these these two guys run around the corner. You hey, what are you doing? And it's these there's there's like two two of the uh, guards that um. Uh, Salorxatak saw earlier just jump like run around the corner like jogging speed with clubs drawn all right but since uh since um Salorxatak had his arrow drawn you're gonna get one shot one free shot you're about 5 10 15 hold on a second let's see do, do, do. these are five is good 5 10 15 20 25 30 30 40, 40. let's say 50 feet away from the corner 
So that's in my short range Excellent. for my longbow. Excellent. Longbow. Hey. All right. So these guys, again, they're wearing leather armor. So I believe that's AC7. All right. So that's an 11. Uh, that's a hit. Uh, so, yeah, what, what AC? I mean, what's your fighting ability? Uh, four. Ugh, nice. 14, 11, 9. Yep. Uh, solid. All right, roll for uh, roll for damage. And damage is... Oh, I get two attacks, by the way. So... Oh, jeez. Oh, so sorry. I'm going to call this like... So this will be like surprise round, essentially. Okay, so... so you'll get one. you get okay. this, this one. And then uh, then we'll roll for initiative for the next, next round. So how much damage? Um, 1d6. Okay. Is it Max bonus? damage, six. Six? <laughs> That's enough, my friend. So where is it? Right in the eye? Right in the right eye. Right in the eye. Called it. Called shot. <laughs> <laughs> the first guy falls. Just just like, what the heck? Who's there? Right in the eye, falls backwards, falls on the ground. Oh, my God. What? You? No. And, and this, this other guy kind of yells out, get up. Hey. And then, uh. Yeah, now we're gonna roll for initiative. So this guy's in front of you, Helene. You're just facing the wrong way. You see this air. You see this arrow vroom, run like past your head, and you hear this go fall on the ground. Uh, so you're just basically unable to act in that surprise round. So I'll give you your, your standard. You're back to normal now because you're still on your feet because you're a monk. That's awesome. But all right. So what, what are you guys gonna do? There's one guard behind you in leather armor holding a club, fifty I, feet away. I I try to announce to- that he should stop in the name of the law. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, right. Get over here. I'm putting another one in his eye. Okay. <laughs> All right, so so now, now we're going to roll for initiative. So uh, you, this guy seems to be, you know, just points his club at you. You get over here. Huh. Send the law right. You're the wrong part of town. 1d6? Yeah, so d6. We're going to roll initiative. I'm going to roll. Is that okay? Okay. These guys have no respect for the law. One. You roll the one. I'm going to roll on roll 20 screen just for fun. Oh, three. DM gets a three. So he's going to literally charge towards you. But this actually, because of the distance, he's 50 feet away. He's only going to get, uh, if he's running double move, he's going to have like 40 move in leather armor. So he's going to get 40 feet to you in phase one. Because we, we don't use uh, phase combat sure. too much. But in this case, it's actually going to make a difference because of the random position I decided to put you guys at. <laughs> so he runs 40 feet charging. <laughs> Charging at uh, Helene. He's 50 feet away. Ooh, he gets about 10 feet from you. And that's his phase one. What's your phase one? Uh, so either of you guys could do your phase one. I am going to attack. I'm okay. Going, I'm putting another one in his eye. <laughs> so um, are we at point blank range yet? So you're at literally uh, 10. You're 10 feet away from him right now. I would call that point blank. <laughs> that's point blank. Yeah. So I get a plus one to hit. Yeah. Generally and a plus one at point blank so is that plus two that's gonna be plus two my friend all right <laughs> actually and he's charging you so he's gonna have a minus two to his ac uh, we got it we got a, a head in hands over here <laughs> natural one. Oh no and he had a plus two because he's charging because his ac is reduced uh, by two no. uh, well uh rolling <laughs> That was so loud. I love it. <laughs> I queued up for a while. <laughs> so since that was a fumble, a critical fail, so normally you'd be able to take two attacks in phase one, but I'm going to say you have a you have to make a dex- test of dexterity to see if you can hold on to your bow. Is it, you just like, 
It's one of those things where your your hands all sweaty in the moment. Oh man, that's a good shot. I can totally do that again. And your hand just kind of slips off the front of so the bow. Te- the just a regular test of dexterity. Just test of dexterity. Okay. Yeah. So it's D six roll. Try and roll low. <laughs> so you literally like do one of those things where you you accidentally just the cold. Your hands are a little stiff. You weren't quite ready. That's a creepy ass laugh. Right. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> Hands a little stiff. The bow just you pull it back too quickly. You're too excited, and the whole bow like just comes back at your hand with the bowstring, and you're unable to take your second attack this round. Helene, I, I fully expect these men to be appropriately cowed by the law and say, "Stop, <laughs> sir! I'm an officer of the law, and I command you to stop." He's he's just laughing. <laughs> just comes at you face two with his club. Comes in. Is gonna smack you with his club in phase two. Okay, I'm ready to parry. Smacking that. who? Smacking Helene. He's just running right at Helene. Hmm. Oh man, I can't wait. Opalite dice coming up. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get it first. Oh no, this is the metal. Oh, okay, these, I rolled. A, I dumped the metal dice out of the bag. So these are my new awesome metal dice that the wife got for Christmas. D20 coming up. What's your AC, uh, Helene? Seven. Seven. Oh he, man, he freaking just like. He just comes in. You're like, stop. He's just like, you just kind of just easily dodge out of the way with no problem. He just completely whiffs, whiffs in the earth. This club. He's just kind of like, huh? As okay. he sees your face. Counter. Parry. Counter. <laughs> yep. So you're a uh, phase two. Yeah. So uh, I will uh, bring my elbow down on the back of his <laughs> neck. Oh yeah, he he's kind of like reaching, whoof, whiffs, follows through, kind of turns his shoulder around. You yeah, put so, out your elbow. Yeah, okay. so, I, so I like step through and then come down with the elbow, like right on the back of his neck. Ooh, all right. <laughs> well, roll the hit. D twenty, roll the hit. Oh, that's gonna do, my friend. All right, how much damage does that do? Five. Oh, plus two. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was like. You just you just hear this massive bone breaking, and he literally just collapses on the ground and stops breathing. <laughs> just just slammed elbow, just just crushes his shoulder, turns it in somehow, contorts his like upper spinal area, and he just collapses on the ground in front of you. You have no respect. <laughs> the blood starts to pool at your feet. Let's not waste this opportunity. Let's no. get in the, the warehouse. We go around to the south, yeah, through those other doors where they came from. Or, yeah. Oh, you're not trying to jump and climb again? Okay, <laughs> go to the south. All right. Didn't work the first time. <laughs> Didn't work well, you know. All right, so you guys go to the south doors, okay? Maybe they left them open. All right, they're closed, sorry. <laughs> so you see, there's no one else here. You have two boarded up small windows on either side and the uh, doors in the middle, double doors in the middle. I mean, they're just closed, you know. We try to open them. All right, they pull. There's one. They each have little, uh, little, just sort of standard levers on each side, and just opens up, and you see a very dark warehouse in front of you. As I reveal certain areas, you kind of see like uh, there's like one little torch kind of lights up an area that there's some like rows of shelving of boxes just kind of going back into the space, but it's, it's pretty dark in here. There's a couple torches like on the side, like in the corners. I'm oh, sorry, let me uh, like back in here. Like there's a couple torches on each side, just barely like you know half already burnt out, just very dim, just from the embers of the torch. Like just a little bit amount of light 
kind of casting shadows into the space with a bunch of shelving. That's kind of all you see as you as you as you're opening the door, barely looking in. What's in the boxes? Do you want to go in? Yeah. Okay. Clark's talk. Yeah, we we go in, close the door behind us. Okay. Make it look as if it hasn't been opened. All right. All right, stores closed. Come in. As you continue to progress, yeah, the boxes look like just a bunch of miscellaneous trade goods, you know, like some blankets and um, uh, just, just some different wood piles, like different things of wood and like some salt, some salt, uh, some different uh, jerky. There's like some jerky. This is, I mean, pretty much like, like uh, I'll just say standard trade goods tussle, out here as you guys can Tussle jerky? Tussle jerky. Take a moment to listen to, to hear if there's anybody else in the warehouse. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a, uh, I want you to roll a uh, D12 as well. Just discern noise-ish. Both you guys can do that. Pass. <laughs> nice. 10. So. Must be a fail. Yeah, I, I, you don't actually have that uh, skill. Right. Technically, like a thief would. Uh, a Solark's talk. So you, I'm just kind of giving you, I, I just like to use it in general because it's kind of a measure sure, of yeah. how good you can, can hear stuff. So you hear, uh, <clears throat> you hear, you uh, <clears throat> you're so sorry. Solar Stuck's just kind of you just hear the kind of the wind still blowing outside, and it's, it's still just loud because it's kind of rattling the framing of this building. I mean, it, just like the other kind of ramshackle wood buildings in the area, it's just you just hear the creaking wood is almost like overpowering your hearing right now. Um, but Helene, you kind of hear you feel like you hear uh, some shuffling in you know further deep into this area, and also some kind of maybe maybe, maybe footsteps above you, like on the, maybe the next level above you. But you know, maybe there's some shuffling like on the same level beyond where you can currently see in the in the darkness, um, and some stuff above you. I say to Solarx attack, uh, humans above, humans beyond. We should move quietly. Yeah. You think a horse uh, horse drawn cart r- uh, also runs by and st- drives by in the street, beyond, uh, outside the doors as you guys come by. Are, are there any kind of trademarks or brand names on any of the goods in the box? Um, they, they kind of have a. Uh, um, it says, because it's from last. It, there's there's a little picture of Rel, and it says, "Fast Delivery Foot" on it. Which is the same name of the cart uh, that you guys uh, ran into last time. <laughs> nice. At your other episode, at your uh, little intro adventure. That's, that's right. Oh, that's, that's right. Foot. That's right. That's right. It that's says right. it under the, it's like a little, uh, it's, it's actually a picture of Rel, that, that same sandal with the uh, little wing yeah, shoe. Yeah, speedy delivery. Has, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> speedy delivery. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it's like Bach. It's like, it's like UPS of uh, Port, Port Securities. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. So n- nothing that would give away the origin of the people who are here. Not okay. not for these particular boxes. It's just, it seems to be like literally miscellaneous everything. There's like you know there's a couple you know maybe it's fireplace tools or like just bar sp- or, uh, bar glasses or you know napkins. It's just like a bunch of random stuff. If you like open them and just kind of look, you can kind of see through. And some are you know they they don't seem to be really maintained. There's a lot of dust. Again, you you smell the wood that was here, and you smell just, you know, the floor is just kind of a rough dirt, you, you know, almost like a, like like stone, con- some kind of concrete mixed floor, and just pretty dirty. Smells very musty, you know, really like it's not 
not overly used kind of warehouse. It's that stale air because all the windows have been boarded up. Little sweat smell kind of just gross. So I I heard people above. Is there like a um, like a kind of a balcony above? Like what 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 do I see when I look up? Is it just a ceiling or is right it now like it's just a, a yeah? You see like like a just wood flooring, yeah, like wood uh, beams and joists. And wood a, a wood ceiling, yeah. like wood ceiling, yeah, yeah. Just exposed structure and you know. Actually, as you as you do look up, you you almost see is that like a faint light? Like maybe through one of the one of the cracks in the floorboard that's above, maybe there's a faint light in that kind of southwest corner of the building. Hard to tell though. If it's it's like it's getting muddled by the uh, embers of the little torches and sconces on this this floor. And I I can't see any anything beyond. Just all I see is rows of these boxes of goods and in, going into the dark. Yep. You want to keep walking? I'll try to move silently. Yeah, we. Okay. Both. Okay. Uh, actually, you guys, you can roll it. Yeah, you can roll it. You can roll D twelve uh, as well. It's gonna be pretty heavily modified because you're not really used to doing such things. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Because as you shuffle your feet next to uh, Helene, who also fails. No, <laughs> right? Seven's on a seven out of twelve. Yeah. No. Six. Six out of twelve. Remember. Yeah, it, you know, luckily, just the wind and the creaking, it, you, know, you feel like, you know, it's not, you're not, like, making a huge amount of noise. And it, but it's just, there's occasional, like, the floor is just kind of, you hit a little pebble that's on the floor because it's dark and you can't really see it. Um, but as you guys kind of keep walking, you're basically in, uh, let's see if I can do this. As, as you kind of explore this this room, uh, you know, you, you get to another set of closed double doors at the end of this area. And to your right, going to the east in the sort of the northeast corner of this first section, you realize it's blocked off from the area where the big double doors would have gone. There's kind of this like storeroom area. And there's some stairs that go up on the sort of north uh, east corner of this particular storage space. And there's another set of double doors that are closed uh, to the north. So, Lork Satak, I saw a light from above. If we go up, we will certainly encounter people who we probably don't wish to encounter yet. I wonder if there's want, another way. Do you want to keep exploring through the double doors and see what else is on this floor before we head up, or do you... Um, I also heard people on this floor, maybe they are beyond those double doors, maybe an encounter is unavoidable. Perhaps we should just prepare prepare ourselves for the inevitable. There's going to be an encounter, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go upstairs. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't done it. Or have I? All right, where do you guys want to go? You want to go... Uh, Let's explore do? the rest of the, the ground floor. Let's see what's here, and then we'll go upstairs. Very well. All right, so you guys, you guys do these double doors, and they're, they're just... There's no... There's like... Um, they seem to be like... There's just some latches. There's no lock. You just like the... the you can just pull it open if you want to. There's like a, like a one-inch gap between the doors, and it just seemed to be even slightly moving on their hinges as you approach. Yeah, we open them. We try to do it quietly. Okay. Hey! And as, as soon as you, like, open this door, there's two more There's two more of those guards with clubs. You're not supposed to be here! Hey! They're just kind of, like, sitting in the back uh, by these columns back in here. And then you just kind of look up. Actually, I'll just explain in a second. What the hell? They just look at 
because you're like wearing this law outfit as you guys walk in. Uh, you see this area again. There's there's sort of a, a huge uh, 25 foot tall ceiling in this front area. You know that's kind of aligned with those double doors. So the first area is double doors, and then halfway up there's kind of a mezzanine, and you can see some stairs in the northwest corner. Uh, again, about 15 feet in the air, there's just kind of mezzanine level that overlooks this area that's huge. Double height space. You see those. And now at this point, this room is sort of very moonlit. Above those double doors are those these massive, like, loft sort of uh, big arched windows that cast a lot of moonlight into this space. So the whole mezzanine's like, perfectly lit by the moonlight. Just very interesting, uh, interesting space kind of lit by the moon. But there's boxes. And there are two guards just kind of, ha- like, like, literally shouldered just hanging out, talking, leaning on. If I could actually ping this thing, leaning on this column. Hey, what? What? The, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, what are you guys gonna do? We're gonna roll for initiative in one second. Uh, I draw my sword. Looks like there's gonna be a tussle. All right. <laughs> so I, I'm getting ready. These guys look a little bit bigger than the last two. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, Helene. I try again. You know, the, you you are halt. under arrest. This is a, this is an illegal operation. You are you are selling lotuses against the laws of Port, of Port Sangarius. Oh, shut up! And they, I comment to Helene. Uh, you're very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> And they just they just pull their uh, th- these guys have uh, short swords and they pull them out. Shing shing. <laughs> yeah, I could use that guard outfit for later. And they're, they're just they just seem to be coming towards you. All right, guy, ro- uh, roll for initiative. They are twenty five feet away from you. Your turn to roll. I've... DM rolls a three. Oh, oh we're good. What'd you get a four? You got a four. Nice. <laughs> All right, you guys go first. Twenty-five feet away. Uh, so I have um a thirty-five movement. I think. Let me make sure. Thirty-five. I thought. Or thirty. So. Thirty-five would be atypical, unless you have some extra thing. Thirty is like you. What, what kind of armor are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing uh, splint, I believe. Okay. Yes, splint armor and buckler. Okay, sweet. And uh, where's where 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 where? It's been a while. I know. It's like in the lower or right side of your sheet, right side first page, right side. Thirty-five. Oh, That's cool. What it says. Okay. So I'm going to. got some extra. <laughs> I don't know why it's 35. I'm going to assume I didn't do something stupid. <laughs> and that it's right. Do you have, a bo- do you have like a, a bonus something? Let me check the splint. Maybe it is 35. I thought. I think that's what splint is. That's interesting. Why am I feeling like equipment? I feel it was like 40, 30, 20. So splint. Yeah, splint normally is 30. Okay. It's 35 pounds. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's the, uh, the mess up. All right, we'll go 30. 30 movement. Okay. So either way, you're 25 feet away. So what would be your your uh, play here? Oh, sorry, you're just going to attack. You're going to run in and attack? Yeah. I'm, I'm Charging? No, I don't think I'm charging. I'm just going okay. in and you, a, you, in so basically you, Phase one, you would like walk up your uh, 15 feet. Right. Charge, you get there in the first turn. 
first phase. <laughs> Will I be able to charge and attack? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Then we're in. Let's go. Okay. Because <laughs> basically, charge, you're like doubling your total right, movement, no. and then you move half of that. So 30 becomes 60, then you move right. 30 in phase one and okay. can attack. You have to move at least 20 feet. So. All right. All right, so you're at minus two AC, but you get plus two damage. All right. Roll to hit. These guys have English leather armor, just in short swords. That's it. That's a miss. Are you sure? Uh, I rolled a three, so I'm going to go with yes. <sighs> Even with my pluses, that's not good enough. What, what, what AC would you hit? Uh, with a three? I wouldn't hit anything. <laughs> 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 like a 25 AC? <laughs> uh, okay. You, you dodge and he just, you kind of like, he just ducks behind a column and you kind of snick the side of this wood column uh, and it kind of shakes your arm a little bit as you come in. All right, Helene. So how do these guys look besides their disrespect for the law? They're, are they armored in black and wearing <laughs> Yep, black leather armor, the same kind of, masks. literally, they look like they're wearing tourist masks, just black tourist masks, very indiscreet. Uh, and they have short, just kind of plain looking short swords. And uh, are, both, uh, one guy's uh, six feet, one guy's like five eight. Uh, both uh, just kind of black hair. I, I'm I'm gonna try to reason with them. I say you, you you don't need to do this. We are here to try to figure out what's going on here. If you can tell us what's going on, we'll go on our way. <laughs> uh, roll reaction adjustment. <laughs> are you are you just you're standing in that that double doorway? You're just standing in the doorway saying these things. Yeah. Okay. Roll a uh, reaction adjustment. So 2d6, two, two uh, and then plus your charisma. <laughs> or excuse me, minus your charisma. All right, that 2 will just be canceled. <laughs> just, there's a 5. <laughs> Tell your friend that! And then just, they just seem to be going uh, attacking your friends. So they're going to just turn both of their short swords on uh, Solarxatuck, and both are going to kind of dodge around this column. <laughs> One's going to try to stab you, Solarxatuck, underneath. What's your AC? Uh, my AC is 3. Oh, God, roll an 8. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, next one. A two? Man. All right. Eight and a two is a miss. You're just ducking around this column, and you guys are kind of fighting around this column. That's it. All right. Uh, next round. What do you guys want to do? Um, I mean, seems like we're fighting to me. Uh, you're definitely fighting. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I say, Helene, get in the fight. All right. And I attack. Helene, what are you going to be doing? Sorry, sorry, we got to roll initiative in a second. Ah. I'll cancel that roll. What are you, you oh. going to do in a second? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> ting, ting, ting. Yeah, like that. No, uh, Helene, what are you going to be doing? Uh, Trying to reason again? I'll, I'll, I'll run in with a sweeping kick. <laughs> okay, all right. Now we roll initiative. Okay, so you're going to be attacking with your sword. Sorry, long sword? What do you, what do you got? What, long sword? Yes, oh, long okay. sword. Okay, all right. Well, now you roll initiative. That's what you're going to be doing. Uh, and that's what I think to be sweeping kick. Hold the law! Just comes with like drop kick. This guy have to roll. Let's see. I got five. a five. Be that. He got a five. James got a five. Oh, well. you got a five too? Yeah. Oh. yeah All right. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's everybody's dexterity? My dex is ten. Thirteen. Uh, ten. Wow. One guy is excellently fast. 12, 14. All right. One of the one of these guys uh, gets a shot first, but then it's going to be um, it's going to be the, the biggest looking guy first. So you have a 10, Slorch Tuck? Yep. All right. So you're going to be at the same time as uh, 
the other shorter guy. And Helene, you're going to be going between them. So, so I'm going to first... Uh, one guy gives me a short sword attack on Slorch Tuck. Man. What do I actually need? I need a... See, he's facing 110. Your AC is a 6, you said? My AC is a 3. Oh, it's a 3. All right, yeah, no. Miss. Uh, so first guy whoo, tries to go for a stab and just misses you completely. All right, Helene is up. Running in for dropkick. <clears throat> All right, set the scene. So we are poof, round like two. You come through the door. Uh, uh, stuck charges in here. The two guys are just kind of like hanging out, talking about this column, this wood post that's holding up this mezzanine above you in this massive two-story, 25-foot-tall ceiling space. Uh, you, hold, stop! In the name of the law! They're like, whatever. And the uh, Solarkstuck runs in, uh, uh, tries to swing a guy, miss, <laughs> hits the side of this wood post. I think it comes around club. <laughs> uh, misses also. Uh, he goes first. Your turn. You charge, you're charge. charging? Sweeping kick? Or are you going to... Uh, it's like I walk up. 25 feet. Your movement's 50, right? Right. So you could I'm... actually just walk up and yeah. hit them in, in phase one. <laughs> right. That's what I'll do. <laughs> okay, just walk up and... <laughs> Sweep kick. All right, do you want to hit the big guy or the little guy? The big, big guy. guy already attacked. The little guy has not yet attacked. Big guy. All right. Roll that d20. Well, so what's your uh, modifiers? Oh. Good, sir. Yeah, so... So I see the damage... Mo oh, plus one. Yeah. Plus one to hit? Mm-hmm. So the AC seven, yeah, and your what's your fighting ability is also four. Uh, fighting ability is three, actually. Oh. Nine, ten. So you have, you actually have a, you have a nine on your roll technically, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm just your sweep because you you like hit this guy's clothes. Ugh. It just nicks him, but does not make physical contact. You are so close, just shy of hitting this guy. Dang. He's not even looking at you, just whoo, just slightly too early. It's a little dark. The moon, the shadows, the columns coming in. It's just blocking your view a little bit. Barely miss. All right, other guy turns around, and he's going to swing at Solorstatok at the exact same time Solorstatok is swinging at him. Same dexterity value. Rolling? I'm going to roll. Yeah. Okay. I got an <laughs> Gosh, miss again. I miss. Whoo, I come high. This, guy, this little guard comes high, swings over top of your head. We uh, <laughs> got a lot of questions. <laughs> Uh, I think this, get? this dice is going into jail. Back to jail. That was a one. Oh, no. That's two for the night. So. All right, roll a... Uh, all right, your your sword just... Again, You just he he goes high. You're kind of in a weird angle. And your sword, again, hits that freaking column. He's just dodging around it. Your sword is now stuck in the column. It just sliced all the way through. There seems to be cheap, like, busted up wood. And your sword is, like, halfway through this wood column post and is just stuck in the wood right now. You sort of can't quite pull it out. It kind of stops you a little bit. All right, what are you guys going to? What are you guys going to try to do? Two guys, you're both just engaged in this melee around this freaking wood post in this uh, area. So next round. Um, oh, by the way, I get three attacks every two rounds. Ah, so this upcoming round you'll so. have because uh, your first one was a charge. So you actually right. your, your charge is always just one attack. It turns okay. out had to reread that. One attack on the charge. That's done. Then you start your sort of standard stuff. So you right. have one, and then this upcoming round, you'll have two attacks. Okay. If you can get your sword out. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Helene, what are you going to So you're going to try to pull your sword out? 
I assume. Yes. Or are you going like, to like? You're not going to drop my... it and okay. okay. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to try and pull the sword out and, and uh... try to attack. Assuming yeah. you can get it out. Okay, Helene, what are you going to try to do? Well, what what are they doing? They, I, They're trying to cl- attack you with their short swords. They're coming at me with the short swords. You guys are all engaged with them in general in Malay, like fighting around this post. They're swinging swords at who who knows who. Like they're currently both attacking Slarstock, but then now you came up and now they're both sort of looking at both of you. You know, they're kind of like dodging, looking around, trying to attack. Who knows who they're going to attack? I see. They got swords up. I see. Can I um? Looking, can I hit? Can I hit them both at the same time? Are they that, are they close enough to to one another to? Uh, are are you, are you going to have two attacks this round in general? Do you have two attacks? Yeah, I'm, I'm th- th- three, three every two. So yeah, excellent, perfect. So you, since you walked up, your first round is one attack. This round you'll have two attacks. So nice. fluff wise, sure, you can you can attack them both at the same time. <laughs> but yes, technically, so it's like it'd be like two separate attacks. I'm thinking like the the, the ukemi roll like into the melee, and then just like <laughs> striking out with both fists like to either side. Like okay, to, like, sure. Kidney shots for each, or like kidney shot for one. I guess it's kind of like a stomach shot for the other. <laughs> Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So that's that's what you're gonna try to do. All right. Roll initiative. Time roll d six. Oh, come on. You got a one, <gasps> three. So I go first. So uh, the the shorter guy. Let's see. They're kind of, uh, uh, uh. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, the first, the short guy attacks uh, Salorks Tuck. <gasps> Nineteen hits. <laughs> five damage to Salorks Tuck. Oh, come on. Slices you across the. Uh, your like upper thigh area as he kind of jabs through. That hurts. Actually, do you have any damage reduction with your splint armor? Uh, damage. We re- might have some damage reduction. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Splint mail has dr one, so you get dr one yes. damage reduction. So four. Thank damage. you, trusty DM screen. Four damage. All right. All right. Okay. The second one turns around and goes. Let's see. He's he's looking at both ways. Uh, oh, he's, he's gonna just stay with Solaris Tuck. Oh, four. He just whiffs. Also. Just can't quite make contact. All right, you guys are up. What are you guys going to do? You guys can just choose uh, who goes first. Actually, uh, let's start with this one. You, you're going to have to make a test of strength to pull out your uh, sword from the post. So just standard test of strength, D6, rolling low. What do you need? Three. Three, okay. It's pretty good. Two. Two. All right. <gasps> you're able to pull it out. I'm going to say this, this is going to take uh, one of your attacks, though, to All right. pull it out. And you'll still get one attack this round. And big guy or Big guy or little guy? Uh, big guy. Okay. That is a 15 to hit. Ooh, that will do, my friends. And it is... I've got two. Um, so it's 1d8 or brackets 1d10. Oh, 1d10 that would be two-handed. Two, two-handed, two-handed yeah. right. So it's one-handed attack. Yeah. So 1d8... In the tray. <laughs> you have any pluses That's a seven. On it? Seven. Any pluses on it? Uh, that is a plus one attack damage. Plus one attack. Do you have any plus damage? Plus one hit. Plus one attack. No. No. So seven damage. Yep. Seven damage. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. I have a plus one for my strength adjustment. So that's plus, plus one damage. One eight. Damage. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say so he like eight. he like heals over almost dead. But that extra one damage of your strength bonus kills and takes him out. <laughs> you just got to like, put a little extra into it. You kind of twist on your way out, and it, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you!" Twist and he dies and he falls over. The big guy's down. All right, so uh, Helene, little guy left. 
Well, so my, my initial intent no longer applies since there's only one guy left, right? Yeah. That's okay. I'll give you the, you get the second one. Maybe, that's okay. Maybe that's why my first my first yeah. attack was a miss. It just missed. Yeah. <laughs> you, you hit and he just had already fallen over. So second <laughs> attack. 16 hits. That's a hit. How much damage? Four. All right. <laughs> you kind of knocked the wind out of him as you jab him in the kidney. It hurts. You, you. It really did a lot of damage. You feel like he's like he kind of oh, kind of coughs up with some blood. He kind of starts to bend over a little bit. And let me see if he hangs onto his sword. He barely hangs onto his sword. He kind of fumbles it. He sees his guy go down. Uh, oh, but he's still he's still hanging in there. Doesn't seem to be uh, relenting at all. All right, what do you guys? Uh, oh, it's my turn. Sorry, right? Cause you're, no, no, I rolled a three. I went first. So you guys are next round. We finish him off. Okay. <laughs> Helene? Uh, knee, knee to the face as he's killed over. <laughs> okay. All right, roll initiative. I got this. Okay. Oh, no. oh sorry. This. Okay. We'll take it. Uh, what, I get a three? I got a three. You got a five. Okay, you guys go. The knee to the face, or do you... <laughs> so I get one attack this round? Yep. And uh, that is an eight. Oh, your sword's hitting. He keels over. You like shove it through him, but it oh. cu- you just comes out. It doesn't seem to make any contact. And just, I oh, do actually it. have a plus one, so that is actually a nine. Oh, you just attention! <laughs> <laughs> you literally need a nine. Yeah. But your fight ability four. That, yeah. On seven. Oh my gosh! All right. You thought you got him, then you thought you didn't, but then you pulled it out. He's like, ha, you missed, you missed. Oh, 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 you didn't. <laughs> he falls over. And as he falls over, Helene just knees him in the face, and he flips back and, like, falls on his back and just lands. And it's the scene goes quiet. Quick search. Do they have anything on them? Uh, besides the short swords. Such a shame. All we all want to do is talk to these men. Uh, one guy has a pouch with uh, five gold pieces, and the other guy has a pouch with seven gold pieces. And you're looking around as you look around the room, and again, they have the short swords and their uh, black leather armor, their black uh, tourist masks. Helene, let's just uh, we'll just tally things up afterwards. It's barely enough to buy a beer. <laughs> I know. No uh, PZ tap water. Yeah, no. We, <laughs> which is why I don't feel like we need to argue over it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, w- what do we see in this room? Is it just so, so wide open and like, like coming there's through? nothing? There's nothing on them that like their masks. There's any any anything interesting uh, that we see? Roll, roll both of you. Roll a uh, intelligence check. So you're trying to roll equal to or under your intelligence score. Yeah, how do they not have drugs on them? They're like goons in a drug mob. I pass. Really have drugs. That's a s- 6 okay. under 17. Sweet, okay. Ooh, that's good. All right. Hey, you pass. Nice. So, both of you at the same time, you look you look uh, up on the, you're kind of looking around, looking around. So this whole space, there's this area under the mezzanine, which again has a bunch of junk just detritus stuff, like op- busted boxes, like, you know, maybe some shovels and, like, carts for moving things around and little, you know, brooms and stuff that obviously haven't been used forever. That musty smell still kind of emanates in this whole space. But then up on top of the mezzanine, you see you see some boxes, again, with that, uh, with that, um, 
uh, Rel's qu- uh, fast delivery foot service. Um, and But they look very, very fresh boxes on top of the mezzanine. Like, v- mutton, there's like no dust on them. The moon, again, the moon is just shining bright on top of the mezzanine. It just kind of illuminated that area. There's some stairs to your northwest. But there's no, uh, yeah, no drugs down here. All right. Well, Solaris attack. Let's investigate the upper floor. What do we have to do to get someone to talk to us around here? I'm tired of all the senseless violence. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right you guys go up the uh, go upstairs. Sure. So you guys uh, come up here. I'm t- oh, sorry, uh, John. Let me move this over. All right, John's on screen on top is the uh, mezzanine area. So you guys come up these steps. Sorry. You kind of come up the steps to this location. There's, again, there's a couple high windows up here. Again, there's a bunch of junk. This this is sort of the edge of the mezzanine, this, you know, mm-hmm. this line. Overlooking that big, huge sort of vaulted space. Beyond, uh, beyond you, again, facing back toward the south, you see some... Windows that are open, and it seems like there's a little, little bit of light coming from upper these windows up here on this part of the second floor. There's also um, those massive, big, cool, lofty windows that you saw from downstairs sure. on this level, kind of illuminating the space with light. And up here, there are a few desks on the back, uh, on the sort of east corner, and a bunch of these nice boxes. Uh, sort of organized for shipping. Just very sort of cataloged and a bunch of closed boxes with that Rails, uh, Rails Fast Delivery Foot symbol on it. But, no, but nobody's up here at the moment. We search through just to see if there's any anything of significance, but I don't... I mean, I'm of the opinion we're not in the right place. In the desk. to go upstairs on the other side. Okay. So, so sorry, you want, you, want, you want to look at the boxes or look at the desks? Uh, in the desks and both. I mean, it seems like we have time. There's nobody here, right? Doesn't, doesn't seem to be at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the one of the desks, John, since you uh, wanted to go over the desks, uh, they have some like uh, le- uh, led seems to be like shipping ledgers, like quantifying numbers of boxes, and ha- these these boxes with these numbers on it are going to uh, Port Greeley, and these boxes are going to Cremarium, and you know a lot of them oh. are going to Cremarium. I take and that. a lot of boxes are going to. Uh, you know, a few more just, you know, to different, uh, it seems to be just numbered addresses in Port Zingirius and, you know, a few, uh, like, shipping ledgers in the desks. Does, is it, like, recent or does it look like it's old? Seems it's pretty, been here pretty for fresh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seems pretty... Again, every, there's not there's not a lot of... There's not as much dust on the... De- the desks are very clean. I take that. Okay. And then the, the, everything up here, again, there's just stacks of uh, sort of organized boxes and crates that are, you know, they're like, like two-foot square boxes that are kind of stacked up nicely with that uh, rails... Fast delivery foot symbol on it. Have we looked in one of these boxes? Yeah, I saw some tussled jerky. Well, that was that was, that was down, downstairs. So that was downstairs in and the dusty boxes. And those weren't the boxes with this logo on it. So they they right? all did have. They all had the logo on it. Yeah, but, but okay. these are not dusty. The ones downstairs are very dusty and like leftover in the inside. So the I warehouse. tried to open up one of these boxes. I inspected sure. for traps before I opened it. <laughs> <laughs> With your just anything, excellent just inspection quick, for traps. Right. Just, I mean, just to make sure that they're, you know, right, nothing roll, super obvious. <laughs> roll a uh, D12, I guess. I don't know. See what happens. 
There's no traps. <laughs> Two. Two. Oh, that's a good roll, but you don't really have the uh, trap finding skill per se as your class. So they don't, they appear to be normal boxes as far as you can tell from the outside glance. Yeah, so I open one up, see what's inside. Yeah, you kind of, you can just pop, you know, pop the lid off with a, the edge of something, you yeah. know, extra pry bar. There's pry bars laying around in this room and, you know, all right, you kind of open it up. There's a bunch of, um, <laughs> there's a bunch of like other little boxes inside. And then, you know, like little, uh, it's kind of broken up into, we'll just say six by six inch cube boxes that again have the, uh, Rails a little foot on it. I open it again. Open up one of the little boxes. Let's see what's inside. And inside those boxes are more little boxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> three by three. They're box salesmen. <laughs> 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 These boxes are selling like hot Yeah, so, so inside the little <laughs> six by six boxes are actually a bunch. It's like almost like a little cloth, you know, folded... Uh, little cloth-folded napkins, and then inside you kind of unwrap those little napkin things and are lots of little pouches of uh, a cheap-looking red tear stamped on a little uh, like a little paper pouch of some kind. Look at the red tear, like the, the, the cheap version that was being described to you from earlier. Well, this looks like uh, looks like we're in the right place. What do you want to do now? I'm confused as to how we turn this errand into something that furthers the good of humanity. But I see that there is some substance here that apparently is the purpose of this loathsome errand. So let's go ahead and take it. So we should... So the plan is to pocket a couple of these pouches just to have proof that these... We found the pouches where uh, we thought they were. Um, and then we're going to burn down the warehouse and none of this gets uh, <laughs> distributed any further and more people don't get hurt. <laughs> and go and go back to uh, Toe Rag. Is that, is that the plan? Or... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ta- Talwar. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Shalork's attack. I like the way that you think. <laughs> All these do old we, or do we want to? Uh, I think that uh, that we're going to find somebody uh, of significance on the second floor on the other side. Are, are, are you a, are you a sorcerer with a way with flame? Uh, actually, you know, <laughs> funny you should mention that. <laughs> well, m- maybe if there is someone of significance on the other side, we don't need to meet him face to face. Why not just? burn this warehouse to the ground with him inside. I have no problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) Is is your familiarity with the way of the flame sufficient that you could conjure such a blaze? Hold on. Let me check my character sheet. It's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... I have uh, I have prepared flaming spear sphere today. I feel like that'll get a healthy blaze started. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it seems like the area where this person 
might be located is above those old dusty stacks of cardboard boxes lining old dusty shelves <laughs> made of wood. <laughs> Maybe if we light the blaze below, we can either trap him up there or flush him out in a kind of a flustered frenzy where we can easily pick him off. Can, 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 uh, so there was one stair below to the mm-hmm. yeah so if we, there's another stair over there where you guys uh, were before so my suggestion would be to uh put the flaming sphere on the stairs then go run around to the outside to where they would jump to the to the street and uh <laughs> and deal with them as they leave and if you want to try and apprehend them uh i'll support you but <laughs> But I don't the, know uh, how many of them. I'll go back to the first the, floor. Yeah. So you guys were. Um, oh, it reset the fog of war. Interesting. <laughs> Flaming sphere <laughs> on the <laughs> dusty cardboard boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that sounds like a good plan to me. So the intent, Zach, is to go down to the other portion of the. The warehouse, yep, kind of the storage second, area, the storage okay. area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I plan on moving a stack of those boxes onto the bottom part of those stairs, <laughs> okay, and then casting flaming <laughs> sphere, and then exiting, <laughs> exiting down at the bottom, and then circling around to that balcony. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna need one minute of prep here. <laughs> <laughs> Why could that possibly oh be? Okay. All right. So one, two, one, two, three. All right. Okay. I've got one more thing. <laughs> wow. I like how much effort this is taking. This makes me feel like this is a good call. Because <sighs> flushing out a lot of dudes here. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um. What does Flaming Sphere do? Just what it sounds like, basically. Well, so, let me read for you. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Excellent. Flaming Sphere, all right. All right, you guys pile some boxes up at the bottom of the stairs, up to the second floor. Um, Hear the footsteps. I hear the footsteps. They're coming. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Flaming Sphere. A burning globe of six foot diameter is evoked by the caster. This flaming sphere begins rotating at a rate of 10 move in the direction the caster points, rolling over barriers and other obstructions up to five feet high. Combustibles are set ablaze by the flaming sphere, and struck creatures suffer 2d4 HP damage unless sorcery saving throws are successful, which also end the spell. The saving throws are modified by defense adjustment, uh, if applicable. As long as the caster concentrates and points, he can continue to direct the flaming sphere for one round per caster level. Otherwise, it will remain stationary until the duration elapses. Perfect. <laughs> so yep. basically, that I'm going to hold perfect. the spell until we've got a good blaze going. Yeah, and then I'm... Oh, man. What's, what's their range? That's what's the, the range? Perfect tool for the situation. It, 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 uh, ten, it has a 10 move. It doesn't well, what's, say what's the, doesn't have a range? range? doesn't have an initial range? 
uh, 10 feet. So okay, so you basically you have to be 10 feet away from the spot you're going to make it appear. Yeah. And then just, just right. sit there and just head out. Right. <laughs> okay. I'll move it around to get a good... Oh, boy. Get a, <laughs> just get yeah, yeah, a yeah. circle. Get a good <laughs> little... <laughs> All right. Well... Uh, yeah. All right. So that, hold on. Uh, you can take some narrating here. All right. <laughs> All right. So just to be clear, so you guys, you're 10 feet away from the door. So Helene, so what's your specific, uh, what are you going to be doing in the next, say, f- like two to three rounds? <laughs> okay, so I think first, what, what's Salork's attack going to be doing for the next two? Well, so he's he's going to be literally be putting putting. Um, so he he's gone back into this room and he's lighting the flame like right, right at the bottom of the stairs, right, right at the bottom of the stairs, which is on the uh, northeast corner of this whole storage room. Yeah, unless okay, you want good. me to do something different, but that that's the plan I discussed with you. No, th- unless you say something different, that's yeah. No, this is great. So um, so. None of, they're not going to be running into the bowl of flame. They're all going to be coming over the balcony, right? That's the plan. Yeah, so, so we're going so, around to meet them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're going outside to the balcony, definitely. So we're, we're standing out underneath the winch, and I'm drawing my light crossbow. Oh, you're you're gonna be like you're gonna be like under the balcony, just right under the balcony. Oh no no no! Like uh, I, I'm having trouble scrolling to the. There you go. Yeah. So I I, I come outside and I'm like right here. Okay, back in that same like alleyway. Okay, yeah, so you're just yeah. like looking up at the balcony. Okay, so then like, uh, all right, so, so Solar's talk has to be inside, ten feet away from this thing and casting it. All right, you gonna do that? Yep. All right, <laughs> let the fun begin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the uh, how, do, how? So what is your uh, what's your process for casting that? Uh, Click oh. button. <laughs> <laughs> nice sound effects. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so you're, uh, all right, so you're, jeez. <laughs> you're, um, geez, you're, you're, yeah, go ahead, source like, take it away. I mean, so you're just gonna, you've you stacked all these boxes of random crap up. Burn! <laughs> this flaming sphere erupts in front of, 10 feet in front of you, and just starts rolling around the stairs. I mean, immediately, like, just instantaneously, like, the stairs just go, just like the fire goes up the stairs and starting to come up the sidewall uh, of that, uh, you know, bearing wall in between the floor. Uh, in like, say, f- 6, 12, 18 seconds. You're, and then I'm out. Then I leg it out. You just get out. Yeah. I leg All it right. out and, are, and I so you're go around the joint. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pulling out my bow. Okay. So you're, you're yeah, going to be, gonna where's be. your positioning going to be on the map? Here, like up here? Are you going to go back to where Helene was or are you going to go... Or like up, uh, yeah, like up to here, where Helene like up. Is. Okay, so yeah. Helene's over here in the uh, alley. This that's awesome. <laughs> so this build, you just some rafters start to fall. Like a minute later, like almost like the whole facade of that uh, east side is um is, is just like a flame and then like those those windows and that big barn door the closest to the where the flame kind of emanated so the barn door like falls one of the barn doors falls off the hinge those sort of lead windows at the top like burst out of the building smoke all of a sudden the smoke is this sort of like brownish like 
you start to smell just a little bit of uh, that lotus scent <laughs> kind of filling the atmosphere of the area. Like, oh, man, I don't know. If, okay, okay. You know, 30, 40, like 45 seconds pass. <laughs> the roof. Sort of that uh, northern portion of the building starts to fall. Are we those, seeing uh, anybody th- trying two, to get those out? Those two dead bodies outside are still dead, laying on the ground. Uh, the <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, then the, the balcony door up there <laughs> cracks. Flames kind of shoot out of that thing, and all of a sudden, this like this this man in a dark cloak <laughs> <laughs> kind of coughs, smoking. He's kind of like fumbling over. <clears throat> he, he almost like uh, leans over the the balustrade railing of upstairs. <clears throat> you see him coughing out chunks of sm- like a uh, gust of smoke as he <clears throat> coughing, billowing out of him. The smoke is just behind him, coming out of this building, and he kind of looks around, looks around, and starts to kind of like try to flip over, um, uh, just flip over the railing and kind of like, uh, 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 just trying to like carry himself down, uh, but kind of slips a little bit. Actually, let me roll a little something here. Oh, actually, he kind of actually manages to uh, get his hands down and just, he kind of lands on his feet, kind of stumbles a little bit, almost like takes a knee, but then kind of stands up and starts and just starts looking around and is like coughing. <laughs> I tell him to freeze. I've got the bow, bow drawn, and I yell at him to freeze. You're like thir- you're like uh, so you guys are back in the well alley. So you guys are back in the alley. This one cloaked figure is kind of here, like right under the balust, right balustrade of this balcony. Helene, <laughs> Helene do you want to try and apprehend him? Uh, real quick, so you just say that, Helene. Do you do anything else as he's like kind of coughing on the ground as he's looking towards you guys? Can I try to like go up and like grapple him into like some kind of like a jujitsu hold, like grabbing like a hand behind his back and even just like wrenching it there, or something to like kind of make him submit? So you, if you if you start moving toward him, I'm gonna make you guys roll initiative because basically you're you're kind of standing. You said halt. This is that's that's sort of like your free rounds. But if you're gonna start moving toward him, I'm gonna make you guys roll initiative. So good. All right. All right. So uh, roll initiative. I got this one. Or did you already roll? No, go ahead. Okay. Ah, two. Two. I got a two. Oh, man. I got to roll his dexterity. <laughs> Ooh. Helene, what's your dexterity? 13. Ooh, man. Nine till 12. This is a 12. And here's a 10, right? Slork's stuck. Mine's 10. That's right. Uh, and here's 13. All right. So, so you are... 30 feet away. So, sorry, wait. Actually, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. Yeah, but 30 feet away. So, so you're, you're going to walk up. You're going to try to walk up toward him? You're, you're walking up toward him trying to ju- like oh, grab um, him. You're going to walk up and grab him? No, I'll, I'll, I'll charge. If, okay, if, that's if, good because you couldn't get there in phase one if you don't get to it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you charge in there. All right, roll. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, over-risk tackle. All right, pinner. So you're trying to uh, uh, tackle, restrain an opponent. D20 attack roll is made with strength, attack modifier, applicable. So, you, so you're not trying to do damage. You're trying to grapple him, right? right? Okay, so then I can, if you succeed, I can make an avoidance savings throw to try to get out of the grapple. But you go ahead and try to grapple. So you got brace roll, attack roll. Uh, oh. <laughs> not good. Uh, real quick, roll, roll a uh, test of dexterity. 
pass. Oh, okay. So you pass that. So you're running up, and you just you're just like so looking at this guy coughing the smoke, this lotus filled smoke, the fire. You forget that the body's like right there on the ground. So you kind of like stumble over that dead body that you guys killed earlier, and just kind of fall. But you kind of catch your footing. But you're you stop like about uh, ten feet away from him, and you're just you just can't quite get there. About ten feet away from him in front. All right, source talk. Do I have a shot? Yeah, it's a little smoky, a little hazy. And, you but know. I mean, I'm, I won't hit Helene. Because she didn't get there. She didn't quite get there. So no, he's, you're not, he's, she's not engaged in Malay, for, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I fire. Fire shot? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, five to hit. Five to uh, hit is... Plus one, six. Okay, so six uh, is better than a five, but it's not quite good enough, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just goes right back into the wall. And then your, your arrow whoosh, your arrow catches on fire as the walls behind him are starting to... Whoosh, you just hear more of the roof whoosh, falling in. Uh, this guy looks up at you, and, and you just... you Again, you see really no... It's just like black skin. There's, there's almost a mask. You barely see, like, the glint of uh, facial features. Cloaked, you know, full hood, full cloak. He reaches up with these black gloved hands, and just you see this little... This little sort of green ball of spherical energy sort of forms in this guy's hand and blasts out it towards Helene. Goodness. And this thing sort of materializes in the air about like one foot in front of you and just is, is like covering you with this acidic, acidic slime of some sort. Nice acidic slime. Nice acidic <laughs> slime of some sort. Let me roll the hit. Oh, 20! <laughs> Interesting. However, can I crit on a spell? Hmm. Interesting. On a successful attack roll, the the arrow of acidic slime slash acid arrow does X amount of damage. Plus a further, so I get plus two. We have an attack. I got that attack bonus. Extra damage in round one. Round two. Persistent extra for sorcerer sees. boy. You know what? I'm gonna roll to crit. I'm gonna crit this because this thing's. You were so close to him. I'm gonna see if I crit. Yeah. We'll try. See how crit it is. So it's a two how on the crit, crit chart. How crit it is. So ASSH, ASSH, you roll that d6 to see how bad your critical hit is. I'm looking, of course, at my DM screen, which is the wrong section. I'm like, I think it's plus two damage. And this acid just hits you in the face, Helene, for... Yep, plus two damage. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it's a magician, so he's plus one damage on a two to crit. So it is, you get... First, you get nailed with just the brunt force of this thing materializing at your face does three, four, five points of acid damage to you, Helene. And it just starts to get in your eyes. And then as, as, it, as the acid washes over your body, it does an additional... Six points of damage as your arms and your shoulders and your skin just burns down your your clothes. That that whole like that uh, that uh, mask that you were wearing, like just like half of it, like just the whole mask is starting to like eat away at your skin, starts to like dissolve uh, away from your face and your shoulders, your skin, your sleeve. One of your sleeves is like detached from the shirt, the leather shirt that you were wearing, and it goes off. You good on damage? You good? That was no. like, what was that, 11 damage? 11. That was like 11 acid damage. Yeah. And the acid is still on you. It's, you feel like it's going to be hanging around for a hot minute. 
Um, it persists an extra round, which is fantastic because he's a certain level. Uh, ah. Okay, cool. All right. This blast of ass, acidic arrow just hits you in the face, dissolves your mask, dissolves your clothing. Ah, it's still on you. No uh, save. No save. It's just straight acid damage. Gosh. <laughs> This problem is I had to roll. I had to roll all these random spells. I was like, "Crap! I didn't get a chance to roll these spells." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, acid arrow." Okay. Does he have it memorized? Do we need to roll, roll initiative? Does. Now, we, so what are you guys going to do? Sorry, what are you guys going to do? Oh, I'm next round. I'm attacking. Arrow. Magic missile. Ooh, a spell. Nice. All right, what are you doing, Helene? Writhing. <laughs> writhing. <laughs> you can writhe. No, you I mean you still have full functionality if you can grit your teeth, and suck and like suck it up. Uh, uh can I? Strangle. I have cestuses, but uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you can still try to grapple him if you want, like you tried before. You just yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking the I was thinking the garrote. But yeah, oh, that's I'll, like I'll, the, the the cord that you yeah, like wrap people's right, necks. Right, yeah. right. No, I'll, I'll I'll try to grapple him. Okay. All right. So roll initiative. John, you got it. I got it. DM gets five. Oh, I got a one. <laughs> I believe that's us. I believe that will be uh, your team. Okay. I cast Magic Missile. Awesome. That's uh, it. I've got a caster level four, so that's two missiles. Oh, awesome. One d four plus one each for yeah. each missile. Sounds good. Uh. Oh my. <laughs> wow. Wow. Minimum two damage. ones. Minimum, Minimum damage. damage. <laughs> so that's one plus one plus one plus one. Plus one so plus that's one. Four. Uh, <laughs> four. Uh, what does that look like? So it, you know, it it, it hits him, but it's kind of meh. It's kind of a meh hit. <laughs> uh, four damage. Okay. He just kind of blinds his eyes for a second as these missiles. He tries to like kind of block him with his hands, but doesn't. I mean, it still still hits him pretty good. All right, Helene, you're gonna grapple. Try to jump in there. You ten yeah. feet away. You walk up. Yeah. No problem. All right. So roll attack roll. Right. It looked like a 20 on screen for a second. <laughs> 14. Uh, 14 is good. So, however, what did I say his dexterity? Hold a second. Oh, so, oh sorry. His, his dex is 12. Okay. Sorry, his dex. So I need to check one thing real quick. So he is... Uh, he's trying to, trying to wriggling out as you as you jump in here. Uh, let me see what his uh, reflex save is. Avoidance save is A little late, but there's the magic missile. I like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put that back in. <laughs> Found it. All right. So avoidance. So he needs avoidance savings throw. So at this level, it is a certain number. Wow. He's just like, uh, uh. he just can't even like get his arms out. You just kind of hit him where he's like, uh, uh. he just seems to like get weak in your arms as he's coughing his lungs out. <laughs> you start to smell a little bit of that as you're closer to the building now. Again, just. Walls start collapsing. The roof, there's fire. It's hot. It's physically hot now. In addition to that, that's that smell is just oh no! It's like permeating the whole area. It just smells like you get that little bit of lotus waft just in the whole area right now. I'm screaming. Who do you work for? He's, he seems. Let's see. He's gonna be coughing for another X amount of turns. <laughs> Let go, man. Let go, and I'll let go, and I'll tell you. I sheathe my—I mean, uh, I stow my bow. Stow the bow. Pull the <laughs> longsword. 
Okay. Come up to him and uh, put the sword. Kind of brandish. Yeah, I mean, put him under real threat. You know, the point of the sword right, right to his neck, so that uh, so that Helene can can. Uh, he's trying to. Uh, he's trying to. Uh, he's still trying to get out. Stop struggling, or I'm going to slit your throat. <laughs> Let's get away from this building. It's gonna explode. So, uh, can we tie his hands behind his back, or uh, it's fucking hot over here? Get away from the building. So we drag him to the uh, to the alley. Yeah, I, uh, can I, yeah. I mean, there's this this whole. It is bright outside right now. It's almost sunlight with how right. much fire is like burning off the building. It's catch. It's almost like some of it's maybe catching some of the adjacent buildings on fire. That one to the north, the little tiny shack to the north. Uh, is a little close, and see, you know everything else seems to be kind of okay. But that one to the north seems to be maybe getting some sparks uh, tied to it. But you guys are to the east; you're far enough across the street where it doesn't seem to be affecting these uh, these particular adjacent buildings. But yeah, you get over, and he just, <coughs> what do you want? <coughs> so I want to I want to get his hands tied behind his back. Yeah, yeah. If we I have, wrap I have some his... fishing string. Oh god, fishing line. <laughs> I mean, I have rope. It hurts so bad. It's so thin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I don't have rope, but if you have rope, let's use the rope. <laughs> I, I, I have a small sack I can put over to, over his head. <laughs> or do I have rope? Well, I have fishing string, too. Either way, <laughs> I'm tying him up with something. As soon as you like let him go, he tries to struggle and break one more time, but he's just, <clears throat> he just starts coughing a little bit and just can't can't quite make it away. So yeah, you guys are able to, you guys two together over able to like time up on the side here, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Lean wants to ask, so I assume you ask him again. So, uh, um, Helene wants to ask you a question. Who's Helene? Who's Helene? Helene has some questions. I recommend you answer them. Uh, what do you want? Who do you, who what do you, you work for? Uh, I, I was hired. I was I just—they they don't. I just try to get out of here. I, it's just a. I s- oh, I, just, I gr- gra- grab him by the hair and smack his face into the concrete. <laughs> just like that harpy on the trail. <laughs> That's right. It's a good move. It's a good move. Uh, roll a d4. How much damage does that do? He's not ready for that. Three. Oh, plus two. Jeez. Three damage. Yep. Oh man, he he is like compl- he is that hurt really bad. He's on the brink of uh, passing out here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he just <clears throat> he kind of stunned for he's stunned for like ten seconds before he's like uh, the the blah the blah. Who do you work for? The blah the 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 black hand hires me. The black hand, get out of town. <laughs> You, you are. You're not for them. You don't work for them too, do you? You don't work for them too. Oh, hell no! Uh, I've heard too many stories about the Black Hand. Too many, too many. But, yeah, but how, really, they're they're just trying to make. They're just starting out, trying to trying to make a name for the get some power in this area. Just, we need to take you to have a talk with one of our friends. No, no, no. What do you, who's your friend? I don't. I, who is it? Who don't are you taking me to now? Don't worry. Oh, please don't. We, we're uh, only interested in information. 
Oh, I can tell you. Uh, no, just don't take me. Leave. Let me go. I'll, t- I'll tell you more things. What can I tell you? Anything. Just don't leave me to go. Don't take me anywhere. But I what? need more than I'll a story. Leave. I, I just, need I'll proof. I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll so, leave. So you're not in the Black Hand, but the Black Hand is paying you. What what organization are you with? I just, I'm just a magician. I, I can do things. I can, I can do spells. And actually, it appears that your friend can as well. It's quite... I wish we could have a chat sometime over tea and <laughs> talk, talk shop. We could have some spells I could teach you. I could think I could could teach you a thing. I could learn a thing or two from you as well, it seems. Uh, he kind of is like appeasing to Solorsatuck's magical nature. <laughs> One last chance to, to get out of this bind. Uh, now you, you, now you, have, uh, <laughs> you talk to me of something I have interest in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can take you back. I can, can give you uh, lots of power, power, and and, and uh, 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 roll a uh, roll intelligence check real quick. I pass. Uh, twelve under seventeen. Cool. You think like you think he might have some things to tell you, but he's really just uh, trying not to piss his pants and get out of here alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I can. I, I, I pack him down and look I, for a spell book. Oh, you uh, you find it. You find it in his. He's got like a. He's got a uh, little satchel on his over his shoulder, and he's got a, a book in his satchel. It has um, like it's like a. It's kind of a. Uh, a turquoise-ish dyed leather with, um, like, the symbol of, uh, uh, the symbol of Zafiqua on it. That, that sort of unseen eye that kind of is the cover. You're the main god of the, main god of the world of Hyperborea, so do, so do I know what kind of magic user he is? Magician, classic. Magician. Yeah, he's got... He has some, uh, is you kind of like, you know, flip through the book real quick. Sure. I mean, it's got some spells, you know. So it smells like light and detect magic and... No, 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 that's mine, that's mine, that's mine! Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, I, I, of course, yeah, take a look, take your time, take your time, take your time. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, um, shield, uh, jump, magic mouth, the level two spells, magic mouth, acid arrow, summon demon one. Ooh. <laughs> Helene, what do you want to do? We and there's l- also some other things in the pouch. We should let this man go. He's given us what we need. And we're not, l- l- lest we become the evil that we despise, we should let him go. Uh, if you must keep his spell book, keep his spell I book. I put the this man spell is. book in my pocket. <laughs> and I tell him, be thankful that you have your life. I don't want to see your face again. Uh, <laughs> fine, fine. Uh, he he, he kind of stands up and starts to hobble. Can, can you untie me and I'll get out of here? No. Get out Damn of it, here. No. <laughs> he starts to hobble. <laughs> You'll, uh, you'll find a way. He kind of starts hopping and hopping. His, uh, his satchel is left on the ground. He starts hopping uh, to the east to get away from the fire. But he kind of left his satchel behind as well. We grab that and uh, head back to... Uh, He's just hopping. Like, Tolerance. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> You kind of fall like you see him, you know, maybe a hundred feet away. Kind of falls over, and yeah. kind of, like, I just want to be completely away before he. He's trying to like. He un- he's trying to like rub his uh, rope on the corner yeah. of a building. Like, I just want to be completely <laughs> away <laughs> before he, you know, before okay. he gets loose so that he okay. can't follow us. Sounds good. And right, go yeah, you guys can just yeah. yeah. And as you guys just head back to the south, this blaze behind <laughs> you of a building. Sh- well, that's a good day's work. <laughs> and it's about uh two thirty in the morning. Seems you hear some you hear some like a 
like so, like some like little uh, foghorns in the distance, and uh, you you feel like you hear some more noise of people heading in the general direction of this uh, warehouse, burning this abandoned district in the side. So we go back to uh, Palwars. Yep. Torag. 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 No, that that's gonna be an even more evil guy. It's the bartender's name. Hey guys, Torag. Yeah, so, uh, okay, yeah. Okay. You guys go back to Abrosia. Oh, hey, hey guys. Oh, nice satchel. Man, what are you guys doing? Hmm. What are you guys, oh, it's kind of late. I started my early shift again. I'm <laughs> back here <at> 3 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. What are you guys doing? I took a, took We're a little nighttime see. rest. We have what Talrar wants. What do you, oh, what's, what's in the sack, man? What's in the sack? That's for Talrar to know. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. You can, t- you can tell a, bro- like, a l- couple things. You can tell Abrosia some stuff. What do, what do you guys do? Abrosia. 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 <laughs> Again, this is Talrar's business. By the way, uh, before we got back, we've, ri- we've rifled through. Oh, okay. The satchel? It, it, yeah, the satchel. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So in that case, yeah. in that case, you find uh, like uh, 90 gold pieces. Yeah, the spell book, which we just discussed before. Yeah, it says light, detect magic, jump, shield, um, affect normal fires, which I randomly rolled, which does nothing against flaming spheres because it's magical, which is really funny. I was like, oh, that can work. And I was like, nope, didn't, didn't listen to it. <laughs> uh, uh, the level two spell is magic mouth, acid arrow, and summon demon one. And sort of, they're sort of all actually conveniently for a warlock. These are actually general magician spellbook, so it, you, you're very comfortable with the language and you can decipher that kind of stuff. If you ever want to learn those, we'll, we'll do the sort of roll to learn spells off okay. camera. <laughs> right, right, sure. But so spellbook, there's also a, a small dagger that's, that looks very similar. To, it's, again, just mundane little dagger. Uh, and there's uh, there's a note inside. It's kind of a little wrapped up, little crumpled piece of paper you found kind of in the bottom of it. That says, <clears throat> in a creepy voice, <laughs> the letter. <clears throat> As we discussed, go to the warehouse at uh, address in North uh, Port Segiris. <laughs> go to the warehouse in the abandoned trade district. Your supplies will be there. Cast this spell on the pouches you find. And, and there's sort of like another spell that's kind of uh, written down. With some, you know, you see some hand motions on the bottom. It's very, very pic- pictographic. Pictographish? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's, it seems to be, like, from your under... Actually, go ahead and roll a... Uh, um, I kind of want to do a learn spell because this is, this is, like, very different and it's a very specific thing. Okay. Let's see. So your learn spell, sorcery, because I think this would be cool. It's just... It's a... Uh, Let's see. Where's she? My learn spell is 85%. That's what I was going for. Thank you. Roll at 85%. Let me see what you got. See if you can understand exactly what it does. So I want to be under 85 Equal to or under. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a pretty good chance. Yeah. You have high intelligence, apparently. I rolled a 14. 14. Awesome. You, you, you see that this, and it's only in the, you know, you wouldn't have known this except for your caster. That's really cool. Uh, so literally what this does is it takes the lotus adds, you know, changes some of the chemical composition of, like, a few pieces to literally 
lead on a, lead on a uh, participant like they're having a great time that they want to keep. It's like a, an extra addictive component to it, but also it like after like a, like like a three or four doses, it will kill them and make their eyes bleed. It kills all the participants and makes their eyes bleed. Oh, this is the this is the spell, yeah. Okay. And then it's signed with a. Uh, it's signed at the bottom, Zardas. Zardas. Oh, not not Ariti. This is pre Ariti. <laughs> okay. James Wiley with some background history. <laughs> Medi gaming. And and is literally like a little uh, like a little um, branded. Uh, like you know, this part of the wax seal that's broken is you kind of like re re roll up the scroll, you know, as you, as you kind of put the two halves of the wax seal back together, you know, it's black sure. wax and in, input is like just just a hand, you know, a single handprint, you know, it's like a size of a signet sure. ring, but it's a hand in black wax uh-huh. on the uh, on the seal of the uh, little scroll in mm-hmm. his pouch. This seems pretty definitive. Um, so, uh, I split the gold with. Helene. No, 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 no. I have no need for these metal s- circles. You take them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I pocket the... Uh, the metal circles? Yeah. I, I, I seem to be making out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have the... Uh, Helene, if there's are, something uh, else you want, let me, let me know. But I've got the spell book in the gold, and this is... Uh, this has been a very profitable evening for me. <laughs> <laughs> let us let us free these prisoners. That's the only uh, payment that I, I seek. As payment, I will back you on this on this play for these uh, these people that I don't actually have any interest in. <laughs> <laughs> you had one good adventure, right? right, right yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah. So you guys, uh, you go in. Uh, uh, Talrar's like, holy crap. The Black Hand? Ugh, really? God, those guys? That's strange. I, th- I always thought those guys were like like necromancers or something. What are they doing? Why are they taking, trying to reduce our political influence, like front is us? You guys burned the freaking building down? Really? Uh, we ended your problem for you. Holy crap. Dude. Was it, and you said there's boxes filled with, with the drugs in there? Oh my gosh, man. That's and I, great. We, we also give them the pouches that oh have the, the 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 busted up seal. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, we we took a couple of the pouches of yes, the drugs right. yes, so, yes, as yes, proof. So we yeah. give them the proof. We said these that there were boxes and boxes filled with this, but uh, we didn't see that these needed to be distributed. So we thought we'd take care of your problem for you. Um, and you know, uh, he's like, and then, <laughs> oh my gosh, he, he just I I have to I have to give you this. I have to give you this. I, I just I can't thank you enough. He he goes to his chest again and brings out two. Uh, black leather masks, and they each have two uh, red t- tears on each side of each temple. Mm. I just, I get the red, the red tear thanks you kindly for your service to our cause. And we, I just, I just, I'm stunned. Honestly, I'm stunned. I'm stunned that you two, of anybody, <laughs> burned a building down, found up all the perfect information. I'm just, I'm stunned. I, I just can't believe it. We gotta, oh man, we gotta get those black hand guys, those bastards. Oh, oh man, we gotta get them good. I, I I wish I knew more about them. I, they're just so new. I haven't really heard much of these guys. I don't know. I think they're just, oh, man. Maybe they're trying to take us down and gain more power in Port St. Curious. Oh, man. Oh, oh, seething. Oh. Another drink? 
Yeah, please. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, we'll we'll let those guys out later. Yeah. Party first. No. No. <laughs> yeah, you got you can no. see you can see the no. uh, prisoners if you want. Your their bail is well paid. The, pr- the pris- well well the, paid. The prisoners must be freed now. Ah, oh, fine. Bert, Ernie. Bring him, bring him out of the upstairs. Bring him out of the prisoners from downstairs. Right. And you guys, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, you guys uh, meet uh, Sigurd, Indy, and Walton in the bar. With oh, they were the LeVar prisoners Burton. the whole time. And they come upstairs. Hey, the <laughs> you didn't get that the dog work. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I didn't realize these were. Oh, wait a minute, these are oh. our friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you guys, uh, and, even the bartender, yeah, like I, these people I, who thankfully, I care nothing for. I, I did not realize these were our friends. <laughs> I, I take back my indifference. <laughs> <laughs> so they're stuck like, yeah, sure, I guess. I can let them <laughs> and uh, LeVar Burton slides you a drink, and you uh, LeVar hang out, slides hang out in uh, the bar in the Tavern of the Red Tear. And we'll fade out for that adventure, guys. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Indy rips his shirt off. <laughs> what? Walton. Indy's the dog. Indy's the dog. Okay. Walton. Uh, Walton, Walton, right. Walton rips yeah. his shirt off. <laughs> Time to shine the armor. <laughs> so what'd you guys actually do? And we'll find out next time. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, th- sometimes you think you're pretty obvious, and it still doesn't quite come through. So I thought it was... Kind of ridiculous that they missed the uh, Walton, Indy, and Sigurd reference at the beginning of that episode. But, uh, you know, hey, thanks everyone for listening. I think that was the uh, last of the uh, 2E version of Hyperborea podcast episodes. I think we're going to switch over to 3E pretty soon since it's uh, just basically come out in digital format. Uh, We're pretty all pumped about that. We might try to do another, uh, try to get an episode here soon about some of the summaries of the differences between 2nd edition and 3rd edition Hyperborea. We're pretty excited. And look, looking forward to picking up the podcast again in 2022, right where our group left off, uh, right in the middle of the desert dunes, under uh, Sigtrig Forkbeard's ship, the Ymir's Serpent. So looking forward to picking that up with everybody, and hope to talk to you all soon. Until next time. This is like the only context in which I write by hand. And you can tell, like my handwriting is so completely illegible. It looks like I do it like, yeah, it's like I write by hand like quarterly.